Well, dear friends, I'm so happy to be with you again. It is always a pleasure to come to St. Peter's. Not only do you have a beautiful, beautiful edifice, but a lovely church, a lovely family of Christ. So thanks for the opportunity, and I'll look forward to having Craig's call again uh, next year, I hope, God willing. Also, I would be remiss if I did not say how wonderful it is to work with Drake. He has done such a marvelous job. Whenever a supply priest comes, they want to be able to have somebody who knows what they're doing relative to the ceremonial of the parish that can point you where to go. So thank you, Drake. I appreciate that, brother. Well, let's stand now as we prepare to worship the Lord. <clears throat> Blessed be God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Blessed be his kingdom, now and forever. Amen. Almighty God, to you all hearts are open, all desires known, and from you no secrets are hid. Cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name through Christ our Lord.
be with you. Let us pray. Grant us, O Lord, to trust in you with all our hearts. <clears throat> For as you, are as you always resist the proud who confide in their own strength, so you never forsake those who make their boast of your mercy. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The first reading from the book of Ezekiel. You mortal, I have made a sentinel for the house of Israel. Whatever you hear, whenever you hear a word from my mouth, you shall give them warning for me. If I say to the wicked, O wicked ones, you shall surely die, and you do not speak to warn the wicked to turn from their ways, the wicked shall die in their inequity but their blood I shall will, will require at your hand. But if you warn the wicked to turn from their ways, and they do not turn from their ways, the wicked shall die in their inequity, but you will have saved your life. Now, you mortals, say to the house of Israel, thus you have said, our transgressions and our sins weigh upon us, and we waste away because of them. How then can we live? Say to them, as I live, says the Lord God, I have no pleasure in the death of the wicked but that the wicked turn from their ways and live. Turn back, turn back from your evil ways, for why will you die, O house of Israel? The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Psalm 119 will be said in unison. Teach me, O Lord, the way of your statutes, and I shall keep it to the end. Give me understanding, and I shall keep your law. I shall keep it with all my heart. Make me go in the path of your commandments, for that is my desire. Incline my heart to your decrees, and not to unjust gain. Turn my eyes from watching what is worthless. Give me life in your ways. Fulfill your promise to your servant, which you make to those who fear you. Turn away the reproach which I dread, because your judgments are good. Behold, I long for your commandments. In your righteousness, preserve my life. The second reading is from Paul's letter to the Romans. Owe no one anything except to love one another, for the one who loves another has fulfilled the law. The commandments, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, you shall not covet, and all other commandment are summed up in this word. Love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no wrong to a neighbor, therefore love is fulfilling of the law. Besides this, you know what time it is, how it is now the moment for you to wake from sleep. For salvation is nearer to us now than it was when we became believers. The night is far gone, the day is near. Let us then lay aside the words of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us live honorably as in the day, not in reveling and drunkenness, not in debauchery and lasciviousness, not in quarreling and jealousy. Instead, put on to the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to gratify its desires. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to Matthew. Glory to you, Lord Christ. Jesus said, If another member of the church sins against you, go and point out the fault when the two of you are alone. If the member listens to you, you have regained that one. But if you are not listened to, take one or two others along with you so that every word may be confirmed by the evidence of two or three witnesses. If the member refuses to listen to them, tell it to the church. And if the offender refuses to listen even to the church, let such a one be to you as a Gentile and a tax collector. Truly I tell you, whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Again, truly I tell you, if two of you agree on earth about anything you ask, it will be done for you by my Father in heaven. For where two or three are gathered in my name, I am there among them. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord. the dancing cop of Providence. His name is Tony Lepore, or maybe Lepore. And although we may not agree with his politics, we can't deny that the way he directed traffic put a smile on our face and on the faces of most drivers and pedestrians at his station. You can go online and see the videos of his athletic antics. Just go to Dancing Cop of Providence and you'll find it. He remarks in one video that he could not do his job if he did not have his chiropractor on speed dial. Most people who saw him in person, or even on the video, as I say, could not help but smile. And by doing so, it was much easier to obey the traffic laws. It was how he did it that made the difference. 
Another example might be the various conservation law enforcement programs on the animal channel. Perhaps you get that on your cable system. When the officers catch a poacher or some other lawbreaker, they try to be conscientious, but at the same time, friendly and informative. You know, usually they'll say, hey, you know, I enjoy hunting myself, or I enjoy going fishing myself. But it's important to know that we can only do that because we obey the laws. And the laws make it possible for you and for me and others to enjoy the outdoors. And when they have to lay down the law to an offender and cite them with a ticket, they do it with aplomb and encourage them to obey the law to avoid another offense. We might say that all of these officers that we're talking about try to correct with love. Correct with love. In today's good news, Jesus says, if your sister or brother sins against you, go and tell them their fault in private. You see, the lower level, the lower we can go in solving a problem is the best way to go. We might say that here Jesus is talking about offensive, unchristian behavior that might bring scandal or hurt to the community as well as to the individuals involved. Now, whether we like it or not, to correct others is a duty of some people, like law enforcement officers, parents, pastors, teachers, and coaches. The problem may be, though, how we do it. Remember the saying, we catch more flies with honey than with vinegar. Maybe these guys in our stories give us a hint on how to do it. For Tony Lepore, it's being the dancing cop, and people are laughing and smiling, but they know he's there, and so they're going to slow down not only to see him, but also to stay within the speed limit. Be positive. Be positive. They did not chastise the offender who tried to, for example, cross against the light, not even at a crosswalk, with loud or raucous voices and trying to embarrass them before others. They correct quietly, but firmly. And I am convinced that the attitude that we show back to them sometimes helps the police officer or whoever it is to decide whether to give us a ticket or not. They tell us what we did wrong, 
what we should do as well as what we did not do. Timing. Tact. Tone of voice. Facial expression. All these help in correcting our brother or sister. Perhaps best of all is to keep in mind the golden rule. Offer correction as if you wish it was being offered to you. Jesus mentions that we may have to call in one or two others to back up the correction. And he even talks about the extreme case in which an offender will not listen to anybody and continues offending, or at least is not willing to own up to that offense and ask forgiveness. And he says, you know, sometimes the best thing and maybe the only thing we can do is commend the offender to the Lord in prayer. You know, if certain people have the duty of giving corrections, then others have the duty of accepting correction. It takes humility. It takes honesty and acknowledging what the offense is in order to accept a correction. I know that when I am stopped, you know, I... If I have an attitude with the police officer, and by the way, that only happened maybe once or twice. If I have an attitude, that's going to make the police officer have an attitude too, and I'm probably going to get a ticket. But like I say, I've only got one. That was years, years and years and years ago. Yeah, right. It takes humility. It takes honesty and acknowledging what the offense is in order to accept a correction. And you know, often it's not, a, it, the question is really not even knowing that we have offended someone or done someone against another person. I remember a situation, you know, I was an Army Reserve chaplain for many, many years. I think, I think it, it coincided with my priesthood. So that would mean over 45 years. And I remember one experience where my commanding general must have done something, nothing you know, sexual or, or like that, but they had offended a person. And that person came to me as the chaplain and asked me to try to deal with it. So what I did, I got the, the general, and I got the person that was offended, and myself, and we sat down, and we just talked. And I remember the general saying, oh, oh my goodness, I'm so sorry. I didn't even know that I had offended you. 
And that was enough for the person who had been offended. You know, I remembered quoting scripture from Psalm 19, verse 12. Who knows how often they have offended? Cleanse me from my secret faults, O Lord. If the other person feels offended, whether or not we intended that, hasten to make amends. Do not wait. Do not let it fester. That just makes it worse and worse. Sisters and brothers, to offer a correction and to accept a correction requires God's help. It really does. Following along with our traffic uh, examples, wait for God to give you the green light. And then go ahead and offer the correction with love and accept the correction, both with love. And accept that correction, as I say, with love. For that is what we are called to do and to be, dear friends, as followers of our Lord Jesus Christ. And therefore, that is the most important thing, to follow Jesus' guidance. Amen. Let's stand now and affirm our faith as we join together in the Nicene Creed. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father, through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation, he came down from heaven. By the power of the Holy Spirit, he became incarnate from the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day, he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father. With the Father and the Son, he is worshipped and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy, Catholic, and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen.
Father, we pray for your holy Catholic Church. That we all may be one. Grant that every member of the Church may truly and humbly serve you. That your work may be glorified and merciful. We pray for all bishops, priests, and deacons. That they may be faithful ministers of your word and sacraments. We pray for all who govern and hold authority in the nations of the world. That there may be justice and peace on the earth. Give us grace to do your will in all that we undertake. That our works may find favor in your sight. Have compassion on those who suffer from any grief or trouble. That they may be delivered from their distress. Give to the, to the departed eternal rest. Let light perpetual shine upon them. We praise you for your saints who have entered into joy. May we also come to share in your heavenly kingdom. Let us pray for our own needs and those of others. In our parish cycle of prayer, we pray for John Flockhart, Ron and Ruth Gadboys, and Jean Garish. In our diocesan cycle of prayer, we pray for the Church of the Holy Cross Middletown and the Church of the Redeemer Providence. Almighty God, whose Son, our Savior Jesus Christ, was lifted high upon the cross that he might draw the whole world to himself. Mercifully grant that we, who glory in the mystery of our redemption, may have grace to take up our cross and follow him who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, in glory everlasting. Amen. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, God, who is faithful and just, will forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So let us confess our sins against God and our neighbor. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed, by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us, that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, who of his great mercy has promised forgiveness of sins to all those who with hearty repentance and true faith turn to him. Have mercy upon you, pardon and deliver you from all your sins, confirm and strengthen you in all goodness, and bring you to everlasting life through Jesus Christ our Lord. And now as brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, who calls us in military terms to do an about-face, metanoia, about-face. Maybe we're traveling down the road of sin, away from the Lord, but he wants us to do an about-face and walk back towards the Lord Jesus, the right way on the road. So in his name, 
Let us acknowledge our sins, but also the forgiveness and mercy of our Savior Christ. So in his name, let's greet one another. May the peace of the Lord be always with you. Peace be with you. Great. Peace be with you, my brother. Thank you. Thank you. Peace, brother. Peace be with you, brother. all you guys thank you so much I'm not going to go down into the congregation today I did at 8 o'clock but it's not that I like them better than you or whatever I just know that I can say to you peace of God be with you and what do you say back to me that's all right brother thank you brothers and sisters thank you all so very much so let's see now announcements announcements Good morning, everyone. My name is Ron Cowie, your senior warden. And there are a couple, of, I have one big fat announcement, two actually. Um, my daughter went away to college last week. That's why I wasn't here. And I've been eating ice cream. Um, but in, with that segue, next week is our community dinner, Thursday. And we're going to make, I got this Mediterranean idea. It's still so nice out. I don't want to get into like the meatloaf and the mashed potatoes yet. So we're going to have this nice, bright um, sheet pan chicken marbella or whatever with some great rice pilaf and fresh vegetables or as fresh as we can get. And, you know, it's just going to be fun. It's BYOB. Bring your friend. Oh, I put the flame out. Um, it's going to be a blast. Uh, what? Yeah, the date. The 21st. First. First, I think, yeah. So it's not this Thursday. It's Thursday. Next Thursday, yeah. Did I mention that my daughter is gone and I'm a mess? <laughs> what school, what college did she go to? Far away. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, it's, uh, it's good. Um, sure, I say that to myself at midnight. Um, okay. So with that, um, we have an announcement from the crafting.
Awesome. Any other joys and concerns out there? Okay, Drake. I'm gonna hide down. Hi, friends. Um, you might have seen in the EMAC there was a, a quite a vague invitation to the first of what will be uh, three different workshop opportunities in service or workshop opportunities that I'm going to be leading uh, at the nine o'clock hour. So that in between time between our first and second service. So two weeks from today, at nine o'clock, right in here, I'm going to be doing a workshop for lay reading. So this week I'm going to be sending an email out to anyone who has already served as a leader, like right? a wonderful example earlier today. Um, and so two goals of, of these series. Uh, one is to for the people who are already involved and invested in, the, in these really critical lay ministries, so lay reading, uh, lay Eucharistic minister, usher, and altar guild, um, just a deeper look into the history, the theology, and of course some best practices in some of these different so for folks who are already invested, already signed up, and for which we're very grateful, it'll just be a great way to take a deeper dive and maybe get you feeling a little more confident. And then for anyone who is kind of flirting with the idea of joining the ranks of, of these uh, ministers, this is a great opportunity to just come and learn a little bit more, and if that will kind of push you into over the line into, into helping us out on Sundays, uh, that's the other goal. So should be informative, or if you just are curious and want to come for a couple minutes, that's fine too. So. Starting one, two weeks from today, lay reading. Uh, next month will be lay Eucharistic minister, and then the month following will be usher and altar guild. Uh, in addition, either within the next couple months or potentially after the first of the year, I'm also going to be offering um, up time in the conference room for lay readers to drop in probably once every month, and we can talk about your readings. We can talk about pronouncing weird words or thinking theologically about what you're reading. This is a way really invest in this process of proclaiming God's word, which is an embodied um, and faithful act, ideally, for all of us. So, please stop by if you're interested. More information will be in the email, in the email this week, and I'll be sending out um, some invites. But if you don't get an invite, please still come. Uh, that's it. So now let us with gladness present the offerings and oblations of our life and labor unto the Lord. May your peace be ever. 
your hearts. We lift them to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give him thanks and praise. It is right and a good and joyful thing, always and everywhere, to give thanks to you, Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, for you are the source of light and life. You made us in your image and called us to new life in Jesus Christ, our Lord. Therefore, we praise you, joining our voices with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven who forever sing this hymn to proclaim the glory of your name. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Holy and gracious Father, in your infinite love you made us for yourself. And when we had fallen into sin and become subject to evil and death, you in your mercy sent Jesus Christ, your only and eternal Son, to share our human nature, 
to live and die as one of us, to reconcile us to you, the God and Father of all. He stretched out his arms upon the cross and offered himself, in obedience to your will, a perfect sacrifice for the whole world. On the night he was handed over to suffering and death, our Lord Jesus Christ took bread. And when he had given thanks to you, he broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take, eat. This is my body, which is given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. After supper, he took the cup of wine. And when he had given thanks, he gave it to them and said, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Whenever you drink it, do this for the remembrance of me. Therefore, we proclaim the mystery of faith. Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again. We celebrate the memorial of our redemption, O Father, in this sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving. <clears throat> Recalling his death, resurrection, and ascension, we offer you these gifts. Sanctify them by your Holy Spirit to be for your people the body and blood of your Son, the holy food and drink of new and unending life in him. Sanctify us also, that we may be faithful, that we may faithfully receive this holy sacrament and serve you in unity, constancy, and peace. And at the last day, bring us with all your saints into the joy of your eternal kingdom. All this we ask through your Son, Jesus Christ, by him, and with him, and in him in the unity of the Holy Spirit. All honor and glory is you, be to you, O Lord, Holy Father, Almighty God, now and forever. Amen. And now, as our Savior Christ has taught us, we are bold to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Christ our Passover is sacrificed for us. Therefore, let us keep the peace. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have Amen. mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Grant us your peace. The gifts of God for the people of God. Take them in remembrance that Christ died for you and feed on him in your hearts by faith with thanksgiving. Break the body of our Lord Jesus Christ, keep you in everlasting life. And the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ, 
keep you in everlasting life. Panis Angelicus, fit panis hominum, dat panis celicus, figuris terminum, ores mirabilis, manducat dominum, papa, papa, servus et Let us pray. Almighty and ever-living God, we thank you for feeding us with the spiritual food of the most precious body and blood of your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, and for assuring us in these holy mysteries that we are living members of the body, the Son, and heirs of your eternal kingdom. And now, Father, send us out to do the work you have given us to do, to love and serve you as faithful witnesses of Christ our Lord. To him, to you, and to the Holy Spirit, be honor and glory, now and forever. Amen. And now may the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God and of his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord, and the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, be with you and remain with you this day and forevermore.